and welcome back to Tennis Picks and Bets here on the Mayo Media Network. I'm your host, John, at JR Tweets Tennis on Twitter. We are ready for the quarterfinals, which will begin on Tuesday. And we'll preview a couple of those matches for you in just a minute. But first, make sure to subscribe to the Mayo Media Network YouTube channel. Click the bell to make sure you receive all the notifications across all sports. And then, of course, like this video and comment with your favorite play for Tuesday's action down below. You can also find us in audio form at Daily Fantasy Sports Picks and Bets, The Mix, rate, review, subscribe at whichever podcast platform you use. All right, we'll start, and it's going to be an all-Canada kind of picks day here for the U.S. Open Picks on Tennis Picks and Bets. We are going with Felix Auger-Aliassime, minus three and a half games and minus one and a half sets, both at minus 110 against the young Carlos Alcaraz of Spain. First off, Felix Auger-Aliassime's play has really impressed me. This is now his second consecutive Grand Slam quarterfinal, and outside of a few really odd losses to the likes of Dusan Lajevic, and Max Purcell, of all people, at the Olympics. He's actually been pretty good since the beginning of Wimbledon. And throughout grass season as a whole, he made a final prior to Wimbledon as well. Finally finding that form. And the big difference for me is something we, we've talked about earlier uh, last week in the videos in rally tolerance. That's to say the ability to hit with the power he does, to have the serve he does. But in those longer rallies, he's not making nearly as many errors or committing as many unforced errors as we are used to seeing from him. And that is key because if he can add that aspect to his game, he is going to be a top five to 10 player in no time. Remember, he's already made eight finals in his career, albeit he's lost them all. But at just 20 to 21 years old, he is absolutely off to a great start in his career. He had challenger records uh, up there with the likes of Novak Djokovic uh, when he was younger as well. Extreme talent. All he needed to do was find some consistency and he's done just that. On the flip side, Carlos Alcaraz has put together an admirable performance so far at the U.S. Open. He is the youngest quarterfinalist on the men's side in a long time at the U.S. Open. And honestly, he just the last couple of matches have taken him a little too long for my liking. The Peter Goyevchik match where, you know, he goes up against Tsitsipas and needs five sets to beat one of the world's best players. Credit to him. The crowd all on his side there. And then last match against Peter Goyevchik of Germany, again, needs five sets, needs Goyevchik to kind of break down physically in the fourth and fifth sets to get over the line. And I'm just not sure he's got enough in the tank. He's still got to add a little bit of muscle to his body in, in order to compete in deep into second weeks in best of five formats like Grand Slams. And I'm not sold he's quite there. Felix is going to be the best player he's played uh, since Stefano Tsitsipas, who did not look great on his day and who gave him a nice high-sitting ball that he would prefer as he plays a heavier top spin game. I'm not sure he's going to have uh, a real comfortable time against Felix. And if Felix serves the way he did against Francis Tiafo, this one could be over rather quickly uh, for in favor of the Canadian. Next, I want to go to Leila Annie Fernandez, the other young Canadian phenom in this draw, she's going up against Alina Svitolina, and we're getting four games here to back the Canadian, and the odds are just minus 101, so relatively no juice at all. We'll take that in this spot. Four and a half games, about minus 125. If you're more comfortable, you know, buying that hook is also a possibility. I prefer not to pay, um, you know, a, a fairly decent amount of money to buy the hook, but I'm okay with plus four games here at near even money. Leila Fernandez has, again, that rally Thompson spoke about, the ability to be consistent and play in long rallies that you need against Alina Svitolina. Alina Svitolina is a good counterpuncher who likes to prolong rallies has an added, and has added a bit to her serve of late. Generally, it's the more powerful players that trouble her, 
But in this spot, someone with equal or better rally tolerance in Fernandez, who angles extremely well, is someone who could give her fits. Not to mention, against veteran and fellow lefty Angelique Kerber in the last round, Leila Andy Fernandez was the aggressor. She was hitting double-digit winners in just about every one of those sets and was really, really good at not just prolonging rallies specifically on return, but when she found balls she could put away, because she can play to either wing with that forehand, she can paint lines down the line, she can rip angles cross-court. If you leave a ball short, there is no pattern. She doesn't have to develop a pattern where she's going to put it away. She's always leaving you guessing, and it opens up a lot of ability for her to hit winners in those positions. So again, Leila Annie Fernandez serving well this week. The first serve points won were really impressive in her last match as well. She's added a bit of pop to her game from what we saw even as, as recently as a few months ago or back at the beginning of the season. When you're younger like this, that tends to happen. Another example is Coco Goff. In her teenage years, you know, in the span of seven or eight months, you can add quite a bit of, of pop to your game. We've seen it with both her and now Leila Andy Fernandez to a lesser extent, but she's certainly not the push-centric, purely defensive player we saw at the beginning of 2021. So it is an O Canada type of day at the U.S. Open on Tuesday. Again, make sure you like this video if you're enjoying the content. Let's see if we can get some winners heading into the second week after a fairly rough first week. Thanks for watching, guys.